whatever it is that you're seeking in your world, say it to yourself. Say it during your day because it's a good thing to do. But at night, it's really going to get roots and it's going to grow in your subconscious. It's fertile at that time. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another week and another episode of the Big Kid Problems podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the voice and personality behind the comical Big Kid Problems Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now, obviously, podcast. Welcome to the show. Guys, we're in the middle of February. I don't know about you, but this is always when I feel the most blah. Like I'm cold. I'm tired. I'm tired of this weather. If you get a little seasonal depressy this year, it's totally par for the course. I always feel like I don't know I'm experiencing seasonal depression until it warms up and I spend that like first day outside exposing my pale ass legs to sunlight and then just feel that weight start to lift off my shoulders. You know what I mean? I'm sure our listeners in California and Florida are like, um, can't relate, but just trust me. It's a thing. Anyways, I figured this was the perfect time to bring in our guest this week, certified life and spiritual coach, Ryan Haddon. You may best know Ryan as the in-house life coach at Poosh, which is Kourtney Kardashian's lifestyle website. She is famous for helping clients achieve happier, healthier, more balanced lives. And today she's going to help us do just that with the help of a nighttime routine. I mean, I've never really thought about a nighttime routine. I know there's a lot of talk about morning routines, but ending your day right can help set you up for a restful night's sleep, which will help you recharge and reboot. She's going to give us a few concrete ways to wind down and improve our sleep quality. We also get into self-hypnosis and she even walks us through a little tapping exercise at the end of this episode. So it's an interesting one to say the least. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And with that, I say we jump right into this one, get comfy, and we will be right back with spiritual coach, Ryan Haddon. Real quick, I feel so lucky to partner with brands that I actually use and love. And one that you've heard me talk about for years is Morning Recovery. If you're unfamiliar, More Labs created this nifty lifesaver of a drink called Morning Recovery that helps prevent rough mornings after drinking. All you have to do is drink one morning recovery while you drink or before you go to bed to help your body detox, rehydrate, and bounce back. So you can have fun at night and feel good the next day. If you've got some big events coming up this year, like weddings, bachelorettes, birthdays, 
baby showers. Hey, I don't know how you roll. Trust me when I say morning recovery will be your new best friend. So how does this work? Morning Recovery uses a plant-derived superhero formula that helps speed up the breakdown of alcohol-induced toxins so you wake up feeling like a real human the next day. So don't let rough mornings after drinking dampen the next day. Drink smarter with Morning Recovery at morelabs.com slash bigkid. Oh, and use code bigkid for 20% off your order. That's morelabs.com slash bigkid and use code bigkid for 20% off. All right, guys, welcome back to the Big Kid Problem Podcast. I'm sitting here now with Ryan Haddon. She is a certified life and spiritual coach and meditation teacher. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm very excited to chat with you today. I know, me too. So fun. Thanks for having me. Yes. (laughs) I like when we can get specific and I like when somebody can listen to this show and like walk away with something that they can use today. And we definitely haven't talked about this on any episodes before. I mean, I think we've talked about morning routines and like a couple of things you can incorporate into your day. But I was curious because uh, you talk a lot about your nighttime routine. Do you think they're just as important or why do you think it's important to have a nighttime routine? Well, I think in this day and age, I think it's important to be flexible you know, flexible, but diligent. (laughs) And so by that, I mean, if you can't get your practice in in the morning, it's not too late. You don't have to do a restart tomorrow. Just do it that day. That's just the ego's way of saying, see, using, you know, these practices to like as a weapon against yourself. So you just can't do it. You're just not doing it maybe tomorrow. And it just keeps going like that. So I say, just do your nighttime routine. If that works better for you, or if you miss the morning, do the nighttime. And then for the masterclass, do both. Why not? Why not bookend your day? What could be greater? Like if you put 10 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes, 10 minutes at night, whatever that is, it's like how many hours in the day do we have? You know, honestly, that it feels like they go really fast. So I want to say I'm not always doing my two a day myself. So I think there's seasons for all of it. But for this program, we're going to talk about the evening practice and how that can be just as sacred and really set you up for sleep, which is just as important as what you're doing during the day itself because you're calibrating, you're processing, your um, subconscious mind is extremely malleable right before you go to sleep because you're moving through these um, brainwave states. And it's probably the most potent time to, or one of the potent times because it's also when you wake up, but when you're going to sleep, you're drifting through these states before you get into delta sleep. And so there's a period, there's a portion right before you fall into delta, it's called theta. And when you drop into theta, that is the time that the subconscious is willing to upload a new idea around something. It's very spongy. It's very, um, it has an ability to absorb new ideas around things. So when you fall asleep or before you're going to sleep to tee yourself up for um, the highest Uh, vision, what you want for your next day, how you want to end your day. And so that might be the last thing you do, but that's just giving you a reason and and an idea around why nighttime is so important and why we should put value on it. So a great nighttime routine would be to just maybe review your day. Those are the things that before we hit the pillow that, that just keep that spinning, that spin cycle happens where usually then we're thinking, oh, I missed a moment with my kid today. Or, oh, they were, you see their face and you're like, oh, there was a disappointment there. I should have said this. Or 
I don't know, someone called and I forgot to return the call. Like, so I think doing a curation of your day, what you'd call an inventory of your day, and just say, where where was the learning? Where was the learning for me? I'm sure there's lots of journals out there that can give you all these prompts, but here's the cheat sheet. It's basically like, what did I do right? What went well today? Where was their growth? What needs to happen? What do I need to carry over for, for tomorrow? Do I owe an amends? Do I owe an apology? Is there a moment I missed? Is there something that I didn't wasn't able to get done? And it's kind of like a purge, if you will, of just like everything and seeing yourself with clarity. Otherwise, every day just keeps rolling into the next and you keep putting things off, right? So this is a really beautiful and you know, for we're still in the new year. So it's a great time to start this practice now. You know, everyone's looking for resolutions, resolutions, but essentially it's just about moving small things around on the board that creates huge life shifts. So this could be one of them. So do this inventory. Look at where, you know, in your ledgers of where was it deficient and where was it, where is it overflowing? You know, and you get a sense of that. And then you start to actually get to know yourself a little bit better. And you can see that you're trying. You're working. You're trying to move this this self development forward. So for you know the spirituality is over here, and the self development actually they go hand in hand. So you can drop into your spirituality when you feel right with yourself too. That also can make you feel like connected. That connection point that we're we're talking about. So there's that. Then I also love doing three deep breaths and really letting go through the whole system what you've been carrying around for your autonomic nervous system, for that fight and flight that we're all kind of pop into throughout our day, especially during these times. So doing breath work, and it can be as simple as that, a four, seven, eight breath work. Breathe in for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. The exhale is always longer. And that really is like this rhythm, that's natural rhythm, which drops you past the chatter of the mind. We have something like 60,000 thoughts a day. So it drops you past the chatter of the mind and can really bring you into this space of calm and peace. So we've got the inventory, the breath work, and maybe there you set your timer for five or 10 minutes of meditation if you're feeling it, if you're up for it, or you can do a prayer of sorts of something of gratitude. Maybe then you go back to your journal. I had this journal that I kept for a year. Every single day, I'd write 10 things I was grateful for. Now it sounds really obvious, but you don't wanna repeat yourself. So then it gets less obvious. But what that does is it moves you into the subtlety of your noticing gratitude as it's happening in your day. And it might be a hot latte. It might be a flower that you saw. It might start to move into this whole area of things that you might overlook. And you know, gratitude is a frequency. So when you can up-level your frequency that way, you're going to feel more joyful. You're going to feel better. So doing that at night is... What happens is during the day, you start looking for things that are going to make the list. Mm. Are you doing this like are you doing this like right before bed like you're in bed you yeah. have your journal next mm-hmm. to you um I, I was just curious cuz like I'm I'm thinking of my yeah. nighttime routine and I I want to incorporate this for sure um I just know like the last thing I do before bed is like I'm watching I'm catching up on television and my husband is snoring next to me and usually okay. that is the last thing I do and then I flip the TV off and pass out Maybe check okay. my phone one more Sarah, time. Sarah, <laughs> I'd love to... Let's work this. Let's rework this for you, Sarah. I th- what if you got a little journal that just had... that was solely for the, the gratitude? And maybe it's just that. So I'm giving you all these options. This isn't like a routine. You have to, I'm giving you you know, kind of, all kinds of tools. Pick, pick up the one that works for you. But I love this idea. What if you had a little journal that's just for, for the 10 things? You know, like one of the... Just a small 
and you write those down um, because that would be something that you'd want to take into your sleep. Please don't forget that television is programming. And so whatever that you're watching, that last thing that's going into your psyche, you're impregnating your subconscious mind. So be very aware of that's why they say turn off all devices. No, we don't all do that. So that's why they say it though, they, whoever they is. But that's the recommendation is an hour before sleep, turn off everything so that you're um, calibrating to yourself. Now, not everyone's going to want to do that, but maybe you just take one thing like this journal and that may, let that be the last thing before you flip the light off. And you might forget in the beginning. So put it right in front of the light so you see it. And I had one that was like bright pink, so I wouldn't miss it. It didn't blend in, you know? Um, and I was like, do the journal. And so anyway, these are just really ways to make the bedtime sacred. Stretch your body out. I have a, a back roller that I love to do. And you know what? When it puts, I'm on the ground rolling out my back, it puts me in a great position to be in surrender. And so I'm on my back, I roll out my back, I just lay down, I put my palms up and I offer everything to the most high. I offer, that's is my spiritual peace. And that's how it's become practical. Here I am rolling out my back and now I'm offering everything. So I go through my day, I'm offering all the trials, tribulations, my kids, everything else, my work, my clients, the women that I work with in the recovery world. Like I just, I do all of that. I offer everything up to everybody, to, to, the, to, to source my higher self, however you want to see that for you. And it just feels like um, uh, a way that I can trick myself into getting on the ground, you know, because that's surrender is a good place to be. You know, it's when we're in self-will and we think we have to do it all ourselves. And that's where I talk about this practical spirituality that dovetails into highly efficient people is really doing our part, moving the footwork forward and doing every action we can take and then turning over the results to that part of you that is the most wise, the part of you that's connected to something else. It could be a high, high form of love. It could be nature. It could be, you know, um, God, however you view it. So I like the idea. That's how I kind of, I like it. the idea of the back roller before hopping into bed. <laughs> You're I, it is so good. It, that sounds like, I'm like, how have I never thought of that? I'm, I'm pregnant right now and my back hurts so bad. And it's like the hardest thing trying to go to sleep and like your back is just like, I'm, I'm starting to notice all the pinpoints that are achy and hurting. Mm. And mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a good, a good thing to incorporate. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I just have it right next to my bed and that's what I do. I, I roll my back out and I can feel a good crack, crack, crack. And I feel like I'm in alignment. So I go to sleep and I wake up, you know, it's like hygiene. We do spiritual hygiene, emotional hygiene, and physical. So we're hitting all those those sectors. Mm. I, I like thinking of, of it as hygiene. That's actually, that's kind of interesting. Like I'm like, I can make time for like my 13 step skincare routine. Like I can incorporate some <laughs> things into this, this nighttime programming. I, I'm curious too, because I, I've done like a variation of this gratitude before going to sleep, but it wasn't in a journal. Like it's um like me and my husband will be like, what was your favorite thing that happened today? And mm. we'll like, like I like, are there any any tips? Like, if you want to, maybe and maybe your partner is like not as not as interested in this stuff as you are. Like, are there any little things mm-hmm. that you can um, maybe talk to them about, or things that you would recommend before sleep, like for both of you? Well, I love that idea of um, creating that a connection before sleep. Like I said, you know, elevating that frequency between you. So I love that. I mean, what if you what if you both here's the the master class. What if you both did a journal and then like shared some of your things? Can you believe the blueberry muffin made the list? 
like I just think like (laughs) that's fun. I don't know if it's fun for every couple and not every husband would want to do it possibly or wife for that matter. Um, but, uh, why not? It's, it could be a fun connective point. It could be like, you know, meeting in a place that's a high ground for both of you, if you will. So there's that. I think, I think that there's a lot at bedtime that we want to just, you know, wind down. So I don't know if any other stimulating conversation is the is the way. Although I did do that last night. It was like 12 o'clock. And my husband was like, it's so late. Can you please stop? I was like, I can't. I'm having an epiphany. <laughs> That's how mine is too. Like I, I'm like wired at night and he could be asleep at 7.30 PM and like he his head hits Same. the pillow and he's yeah. out. And I'm like, let's talk about our days. And he's like, no, please. <laughs> That's right. Day's done for me. Yeah, that's how that's how he's at too. It is over. That's how I usually I can get him um, to do like one. I'm like I'm processing. Yeah, I can get him to do like what? I, you I can get him to do like one. I can just be like, what was your favorite part of the yeah. day? And he'll be like, oh. good. <laughs> this. That's usually what he says. He's like this going to sleep. Good. I'm like, okay, that doesn't count, but sure. Um, okay, so- that's funny. Yeah, you know your partner, and don't try to bend them into something else that what they're not. So I love that you're honoring who he is and. That's honestly, yeah. that's honestly where the journaling could actually really come in handy because I'm like, if he doesn't want to talk to me about this, I can yeah. just do it with myself. I love that. Totally. Totally. Um, aside from gratitudes, is there anything else that you, like any other prompts or anything like that, that you follow? Um, I, the breath work. Uh, and I think when you, before you go to sleep to say an affirmation of some kind, like I said about that magic theta state for the subconscious so program it for good. Just say, I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow or um, I really love my life or I'm living in the seat of abundance or whatever is true, whatever you are aspiring to, whatever you know feels true for you, whatever it is that you want is a really good time to um, repeat that when you're falling asleep or even a mantra. You know, I can tell this is not, you're not on that, that exact page, but like even like I am all is well and I am safe. You know, something like that. Whatever it is that you're seeking in your world, say it to yourself. Say it during your day because it's a good thing to do. But at night, it's really going to get roots and it's going to grow in your subconscious. It's fertile Mm. at that time. I'd like to ask you actually a little bit more about like finding an affirmation that works for you because that's actually something I've had trouble with in the past. I've, I've heard like affirmations are amazing and I always try to find one and I always feel like silly when I'm like saying it, where I'm mm-hmm. like, I am strong and powerful. And I like, just, I feel like I don't believe yeah. it. And so it just doesn't really work yes. for me. How do you find one that works? You know what? I think that's why they don't work. They don't work when you say them in that beta state of mind, you know, and like right now we're in this beta state and your, your subconscious is like, oh, sure, that's not true. You know? So I think that's why doing it at the time of going to sleep it actually could all of a sudden during your day, what would happen this is the result of doing it at the right time is that you would um, in your day, you'd start to feel that, that that'll come up in your day and you'd be like, yeah, uh, I kind of do feel safe and, and, and loved weird. I don't know how this is happening, but it's, it's true. You know, or you feel less reactive or less triggered in a situation or that's how, you know, your affirmations are working. So they usually don't always work if you're doing them in a beta time which is what we're, like I said, this brainwave activity that we're at now, because it's mostly about output. It's not about input. And so find the time that is the most practical to make your affirmations work for you. And now for you, 
find something that um, what's a value for you. You know, is being strong and beautiful a value for you? What is like? What are you looking for in everything else in your life? What is it that you're every every situation you're trying to get someone to say to you? Find that phrase, and that's going to be your phrase, that gold phrase for you. That's going to lay like a key in a lock. Find that phrase, and they're all different for all of us. You know, if you're working with a hypnotherapist, usually they help you figure out what that is. But if you know your life and you know how you operate. Find the phrase that really resonates, not the ones that are on like in Instagram that are like, I am beautiful. I am amazing. I am such a boss babe. Like not those ones. Cause that's not gonna like, it's not a value necessarily. So it's got to really hit home. It's got to be something that you're, you've been seeking in, in all the wrong places. Like I talked about before. And, um, you know, a lot of times it's about safety and it's about worthiness. And so, and it's about love. It's about feeling loved, safe, and worthy, you know? And then finding purpose is an expression of that. Um, feeling purposeful, abundance is another one. You know that I'm claiming abundance. I'm stepping into abundance. Hope, like those are the all these words are like these are our universal connective th- things that we're all seeking. So you can't go wrong if you pick one of those. Hmm. That's what I got to say about that. Yeah, I like that, and I think it does. It kind of requires like a little bit of like. Let me take a second and like actually think about what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Some days you wake up ready to take on the world and other days you just, well, don't. (laughs) Imagine what you could do if you had a good day every day. Thesis can help you follow through on your goals and make good days your new normal. Thesis makes personalized supplement formulas that are specifically designed to boost cognitive function. It's based in the science of nootropics, which are natural and powerful ingredients like caffeine, ginseng, and B12 that increase productivity, focus, energy, and mental clarity. Feel energized without the crash, cut through brain fog to think clearly, or get a little help with motivation to find your flow. Just take their three-minute online quiz and Thesis will recommend high-quality nootropic formulas that are unique to you and your goals. Over 60,000 entrepreneurs, lawyers, engineers, busy professionals, and parents have used Thesis to get better results at work and home. So just imagine what you could do with Thesis. Right now, Thesis is offering our listeners 10% off your first starter kit when you visit takethesis.com slash BKP. So go to takethesis.com slash BKP to take this quiz and discover your unique nootropic combination and save 10% on your first starter kit. That's takethesis.com slash BKP and make sure to use our URL to let them know that I sent you. I have to tell you guys about an amazing new service I found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving your house. Add a gallery wall to your home office or send the perfect gift. From art prints and diplomas to the photos sitting on your phone, you can frame bridge just about anything. I just moved into a new house and I'm trying to like fill up some wall space and I'm just freaking loving FrameBridge. I mean, I'm finally getting some wedding photos framed and given a 
little personal touch to our new home. And here's how it works. Like all you have to do is just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview your item online and dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at Framebridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, my listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use my code BIGKID. Order online at framebridge.com or stop by a Framebridge store to work with a designer in person. If you're in New York, DC, Atlanta, Philly, Boston, or Chicago, get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use code BIGKID to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code BIGKID. That's framebridge.com, promo code BIGKID. I'm a big gratitude person. I usually do my gratitudes in the morning, but I like the idea of maybe doing both because why not? But I did just hear this this recent thing called like a replay. It's like another thing you can journal about or even just think about. Well, actually, no, it is a journal specific thing, but you can you can pick the favorite thing of your day like the favorite moment of your of your entire day that day and just replay the moment. Like you write out exactly how it went and then reread it after you write it. And they say it's like you're experiencing that your favorite part of the day uh, basically three times. Like you lived it that day, then you had to re you had to write it. So you like relived it again and then you read it. So you're kind of getting like a triple dose. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's hypnosis. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're putting yourself into self-hypnosis. And that point basically is you're creating a situation over again and dropping yourself into that that theta state by by seeing it and calling up all the all the um, imagery, the feelings, every the more you can really tune up all of those, the senses around it and the feelings around it. You, the idea in hypnosis and also in this replay exercise, it seems, is to call more of that to you. So the more what you focus on, what your subconscious uh, connects with, is what you will call in more and more. So the more often you do events like this that are favorable and play them over and over, that becomes a set point and a standard through which you will, you know, gravitate to those experience in your waking day outside of that, that exercise. Dude, I did not realize that was self-hypnosis. That's pretty freaking cool. (laughs) It's a form of it. Yeah. So I would say to make it self-hypnosis, I would say before in between the step of writing it out and conjuring it up, I would say drop yourself through deep breaths, count down from 10 to one, watch that on the screen and then merge into that body of success. Like see yourself observing this and then step into it. Feel all the feelings, what it feels like to to feel it all over again, like I'm saying. And then so to do the 10 to one and then breathing. So doing three deep breaths and then counting 10 down to one while you're breathing in. So it'd be like, 10, 9, like that. Doing that kind of breathing will put you into that alpha-theta state. So it's good. Mm. It's 
good work. Yeah. What if you're like wanting to do all of this stuff and your partner is like, I'm going to blast Sports Center? <laughs> Because get some good noise canceling <laughs> headphones is what I'd say. Or say, do you have? Can you go to the TV in the other room? Or like, I don't know. Or you go into the other room and do it. You don't have to be in your bed to do it, right? Yeah. Or put on get those headphones. Get some headphones, and you know we have to move into acceptance of where we live and how we live. And yeah, you know I'd like to get up at five a.m. and do my meditations, but I can't because my other kid is up at that time, and so I'm not getting up at four. So it has to come later in the day. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's just moving into acceptance of life and time and season that we're in, and who we're with. And there's nothing wrong. There's just another way. Mm. You know, I, I like that. Are you doing? Are you doing like a full like this full nighttime routine, and then also a morning routine? I think I've had times of it. Yeah, I have at varying times where I felt like too wait, too loosey goosey, where I've wanted more of a container that held me, like I said, a bookend. Um, I definitely know that when I feel more out of odds, it's that's where I get my solution from, from myself and from leaning into those things. So um, if I have a lot going on, I will create more of those routines in my life. But I do have a maintenance that sometimes gets thinner and then I widen it out. It's like, it's like, it's organic and I don't beat myself up or I try not to, you know? Um, and I've had days that it's like 1145 and I'm like, I haven't done it yet. Hmm. And that, by that, I mean PM. And so I'm doing it, you know? Um, and it's a modified version, but it really, for me, puts my ego in check and say, hey, dude, you're not, I don't know why it's a dude. It doesn't have to be a dude. Um, you're not in charge of how this day gets run. I'm going to put a pin in what's important to me. And sometimes we, you know, we have to be flexible. That's why I said flexible, but diligent mm -hmm. and just keep doing it. And I like the idea of like, not like beating yourself up. If you miss, if you miss a night. Please don't. It's the dumbest thing because your spirituality and your routines are supposed to be like self-esteem building. And if you're using that again, as a tool to go in the opposite direction, it's a waste of your time. So just stop. Yeah. Okay, so like one of the one of the biggest takeaways I'm getting from this interview, and I'm literally I'm literally doing this today. Like I am I'm putting a separate journal on my nightstand because I have one in the morning where I like drink my coffee. And I know if I'm if I'm trying to like remember to bring it up, I'm gonna forget, and then I'm gonna get in bed and then I'm gonna like mm -hmm. not do it. So I, I I like the idea of having a separate thing on my nightstand that will prompt me to do this at night. Aside from the journaling exercises, because I feel like there, we there's we have like some good ones there. Are there any other, I know you mentioned the rolling of the back. Like, are there any other physical things? We did the breath, the work, breath work. The breath work, that four, seven, eight breath work. Mm -hmm. Doing, you know, laying on your back, palms up and just surrendering to everything, to whatever is out there, just like to grace, however you want in the most neutral possible way. Because sometimes we hold things really tightly and it causes us anxiety and pain. And really it's remembering we have no control. You think you do, you don't, you don't. So I think that's where we, you know, it's a good practice. Um, let's think about what else, you know, I love, I'm a big fan of baths. Do I do them every night? I don't, I love to soak off the day. I think it's a beautiful thing to do. Like um, I have a friend who makes these clay and um, Epsom salt and essential oil and rose petals. And like, she'll send me, sell me these bundles of those and you can do it yourself. Um, I think we're living in a toxic environment in many, many ways. And 
emotionally and physically. And so this is a really nice way to do that and to do it at night is really powerful because I feel like it just relaxes. It sets everything up for a restful sleep and to really approach sleep with a sense of um, sacredness because there's so much going on. I alluded to this earlier when we're sleeping, we're reorganizing everything that's happened. We're arguably traveling to different places. This is the woo-woo portion of the podcast um, where, you know, um, I think getting information from subconsciously that's downloading. So there's a lot happening. So to come at sleep as less like, oh God, here we are. It's time, especially for you and I, we have our, we have our night owl that period that we treasure, but then to demarcate that time and to be disciplined enough and say, okay, now it's 20 minutes or half an hour before. How can I approach this in a way that brings to my sleep as much intention as I bring to my waking? You know, because um, it's just as valuable, and a lot can happen in sleep. When I before I go to sleep, I do a lot of things. You know, spiritually, I do a lot of shielding, and I do a lot of um, protection things. I just do a lot. Of, there's a lot. It's just a. It's a. It's a really sacred, safe, quiet time to do that. And that's, I guess, what we're talking about today is creating that and make it your own. Nobody tells you this, but one of the harder parts of adulting is figuring out what to make for dinner every night. When I don't plan, I am super guilty of just falling into the delivery trap, which is way more expensive and way less healthy and sustainable than if I had just cooked at home. This is where ButcherBox is a lifesaver. ButcherBox is a subscription service that takes the guesswork out of finding high quality meat, think selections of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. Their sourcing decisions are made holistically, keeping the farmer, the planet, the animal, and your family in mind. I mean, I love ButcherBox because it not only helps me cook more at home, but it also has helped open up my culinary horizons. I mean, I had pork chops in one of my boxes. I have never cooked a pork chop in my life, but I found an easy recipe, cooked those suckers up so fast and had like a delicious and different dinner than my usuals. You can customize your own box or go with one of theirs. Either way, you get exactly what you want. And each box contains between eight to 14 pounds of meat, depending on the box you choose, which is enough for 24 individual meals. This is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again. That's right. ButcherBox is actually giving new members free ground beef for life. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash BKP and get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership. Log on to butcherbox.com slash BKP to claim this deal. Are you going to bed at the exact same time every night? Like, are you are you diligent about like setting a routine no. that way? Okay. Because I'm, no, I'm, I'm not either. I'm like so I'm bad not, at it. But I respect it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it when I hear people do it. I'm like, you're amazing. And it's so, that's incredible. And I, it is, it's a really great way to do it. So I shoot for a certain time and then it ends up being another time and that's okay too. You know? Yeah. So I want to talk to you about, because like I know you were just mentioning like actual sleep and sometimes we can be like tossing and turning. I mean, I had one of these nights last night where my brain was just like, I would not shut up. Like I was like, 
I was like replaying a podcast interview I did and I'm like, oh, I should have asked this. Why didn't I do this? And like, yes. if you, if you're having one of those nights where you like cannot get your brain to turn off, like what are some things that we can do to, to get back into sleep mode? Okay. Well, if you've done that journaling, you've got all that out already. That's kind of the point of that, that, you know? Mm -hmm. So then you would write down all the things like I could go back into the podcast and edit. Like you'd come up with the like action points around it ahead of time. So you don't take that onto your pillow. Right. There's that. And then, you know, I'm a big fan of tapping. I just did this tapping summit yesterday, the people who's, who've made tapping kind of mainstream and I love tapping. So if you don't know tapping, please, you know, look into it for anything, but it's a great way to sort of process a feeling that's happening and you can do it in your bed. You know, you tap on these certain meridian centers on the body and you repeat certain phrases to yourself, obviously not without trying to wake up your partner. Um, if you have a partner, if you don't yell them out, you're good. Um, <laughs> that's the plus side. You don't have to worry about tossing. Yeah, your, that is, but, that is the lovely side. Um, I'd love like a little mini crash course on tapping. If you, if you have it in you to give it to sure. us. Okay. I can. All right. So you check first how you're feeling. You close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. And on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest form of distress around something, you would just note that what you are. So let's do that now. Take a deep breath. Whoever is listening, just close your eyes and tune in to where you are in this now moment. Maybe you feel activated about some things I've said. Maybe you feel some hope. Maybe you feel excited. Maybe you're overwhelmed. Whatever it is, it's all good. It's perfect. So just tune into that and then give it a number. Good. Okay. So what would you like to tap on, Sarah? What's a subject? What do you think right now from what we've said? I mean, we could pick any number of things, but I'd let you pick a topic. So something that's going on that's true for you. Honestly, just feeling a little overwhelmed with like all the things I need to get done. Like we're coming, you know, like we're, at the beginning of the year, we have, I have so many things that I'm like trying to get done, especially before this baby gets here, um, mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm constantly just kind of like running, even when I'm like trying to be present in a moment, I'm like, oh my God, I have this, 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 that I still need to do. Okay. Okay. So we're going to tap here. So what you would do is take your dominant hand, your two fingers, your index and your middle finger. You can hold down your other fingers with your thumb if you like. Then you raise your uh, I'm trying to describe this because people are listening. You raise your, your fist with your other hand and you tap in the outside part of your fist. So your, Maybe your you thumb... Maybe the show notes. Yeah. A tapping. Your thumb, yeah. uh, if you make a fist, is facing your chest. I'm, I'm trying to... Yep. I'm trying to describe this. And then outwards, <laughs> you're, you're, you're tapping with your two fingers on the outside of your hand. So you tap into that meaty part that's on the outside of your hand facing outward. So you're tapping into that. And so you would start, you say, even though I feel so overwhelmed. So you repeat after me, Sarah. Even though and everyone else, I feel so overwhelmed. I love and accept myself completely. I love and accept myself completely. So you really want to get in there into that meridian point. So tap into that, not, not hard, but just with enough pressure that it's actually getting struck. Um, even though I have all these thoughts going around in my head. Even though I have all these thoughts going around in my head. I can choose to stay calm and feel peaceful. 
I can choose to stay calm and feel peaceful. Even though I'm feeling all this pressure in my body and mind to get everything done. Even though I'm feeling all this pressure in my body and mind to get things done. I know how to calm and quiet myself. I know how to calm and quiet myself. Good. And now we're going to take those two fingers on that dominant hand and we're going to start tapping between the eyebrows. And you're going to repeat after me. I'm going to say the points. We'll do about five to seven taps at this point and then we'll keep moving. Okay. And I'll keep, just keep repeating the phrases as we're tapping. So I'm tapping between the eyebrows and you're going to say, I feel so stressed. I feel so stressed. Now you're going to tap side of the eye under next to the eyebrow. So it's at the temple. Tapping there. I feel all this sense of overwhelm. I feel all this sense of overwhelm. Okay, now under the eye, I feel like things are out of control. I feel like things are out of control. Good. Now we're going to go under the nose. And and I feel this chaos inside my head. I feel this chaos inside my head. Underneath the mouth. And there's all this perfection that I have to get it right. And there's all this perfection that I have to get it right. Good. Now we're going to do the collarbone. You know, you're holding a mic with one hand. So just everyone else, just tap with your two hands on your collarbone, your thymus. It's right, right there on the chest. And you're just tapping there and saying, I feel all these emotions running through my body. I feel all these emotions running through my body. Okay. Now we're going to go under the arm and I'm scared. I'm not going to get it right. So it's right under the arm, the top of the bra for the women, right where your bra is right there under the arm. I'm scared. I'm not going to get it right. I'm scared that I'm not going to get it right. Okay. Top of the head. I might miss something and people will be disappointed. I might miss something and think, and people will be disappointed. We're good. Now we go back to the, am I getting this right? The script, does that sound about You're right? You're like in my head. <laughs> you are in my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Get back to the eyebrow girl. Go on. Tap in here. And they were going, I feel so much stress. It's overwhelming at times. I feel so much stress. It's overwhelming at times. Okay, now we're going to this side of the temple here. I can't quiet the mind no matter how hard I try. I can't quiet the mind no matter how hard I try. Okay, under the eye. I just want to feel present at this time of year. I just want to feel present at this time of year. Under the nose, so much good is happening around me. So much good is happening around me. Under the mouth. I really want to be present for it. I really want to be present for it. Mm -hmm. Now we're going back to the chest. We're tapping back on the chest. I know how to calm myself. I know how to calm myself. Mm -hmm. I can make decisions from a place of calm. I can make decisions from a place of calm. Good. Top of the head. I can slow everything down. I can slow everything down. Good. Back to the eyebrows again. I don't have to make every decision right this minute. I don't have to make every decision right this minute. Good. Temple again, tapping. I can take my time and do one thing at a time. I can take my time and do one thing at a time. I really value my state of peace. I really value my state of peace underneath the nose and it's okay if people are disappointed 
And it's okay if people are disappointed. Under the mouth, I don't have to get it perfectly right. I don't have to get it perfectly right. Mm -hmm. Back to the chest. I love myself anyway. I love myself anyway. We're going to do one more time under the, under the arm. I give myself permission. I give myself permission. To be exactly as I am. To be exactly as I am. On top of the head. And I know that everything is going to work itself out. I know everything is going to work itself out. Okay, good. Now drop the hand, close the eyes. just breathing in and out. And I bet you can feel those points, those meridian points that you touched. How they probably still feel like they're vibrating a little bit. And then I want you to just see where you are on that scale again. Maybe you're at the same place. Maybe it's gone down, that stress or all those emotions. Just making note of that. And you might feel like you need to go through it again and do a different version of it with different things. But what is happening when we're doing tapping is that we are accepting our feelings exactly where we are on the ground in the moment that are usually overwhelming by speaking them out loud and touching these meridian points, which activates the body to um, release the stress and also to accept these feelings as they are, to not try to change them, to not shove them down, to not try to be spiritual, to not try to be anything than what's happening right now. And we can say the good, the bad, and the ugly (laughs) while touching these points. And it gives the body permission to release and unlock and to feel them. And then there's a point at which once you've exhausted all those, the all that stuff, you'll come to a point where you say, you know what? I can see this in a different way. I wonder if I saw it like this. I don't have to do this that way. It doesn't have to feel that pressure in it. And you'll you'll find that flip and you'll get used to doing it. And I'm going to Give a shout out to um, the people that are my friends now, the Ortners. They have an app called the Tapping Tapping Solution app. And they have all these scripts that you can go and find and um, for anything. For fear, anxiety, stress, for children, for parenting, for you know addictions, for anything at all. And they'll run you through that same script if you want to get familiar and how to do it for yourself. It's a good place to start. Ooh, what's the name of that app one more time? The Tapping Solution app. The Tapping Solution app. Okay, I'm going to put that in And they show have notes. free ones. They have free ones and they also have, um, you can have a subscription so you can go into deeper, more specific uh, scripts or ideas. Okay. How was that for you, Sarah? It was, it was good. I mean, like while we were doing it, I was like, is this working? And then when you said to put a number with it, I went from like an eight to a three. So I was like, damn, when you quantify it like that, like it actually did really yeah. help. Um, okay. I'm definitely going to link that app because that was, that was what I was going to ask you. I was like, I feel like I had cheated because I have like an amazing um, spiritual coach with me, like giving me a script. And I was like, how, if people were going to try and do this at home, you know, kind of what I, again, like what that looks like. I, I, when you went through that first round, yeah. you were kind of saying all the negative thoughts, letting them out. And mm-hmm. then when you go mm-hmm. through again, kind of like, not quantifying, um, giving like alternative thoughts. <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay. Things that you would want said to you, to be honest, you'd go to a great coach and they'd be like, Hey, I wonder if you actually have to be 
that get it all right. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're just speaking to yourself that way. And this is how we learn how to self-soothe. Tapping is just another way to do that, you know, Um, and to accept our big feelings right where we are. So you can do it when you're triggered. You can do it when you're super angry. Um, You can do it when you're sad or griefy or whatever it is. It works for everything. And just to go back, the scripts are great. There's sometimes, sometimes when we hear about new modalities like this, we're like, oh my God, I have to get it right. No, you don't. All you have to do is just do what I... Just learn the points and then speak your truth, friend. That's all you have to do. I feel like crap. Everyone's on me. They won't leave me alone. Oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. Like That's all you have to do is just move through those points and keep speaking what's true for you. So even the tapping app's great, but at the end of the day, they're not in your head. And so it's really like what's true for you. Oh man. Okay. I love, I love these, these tools that we have just from this one episode. I feel like there's, there's a lot, like there's a lot here um, that if there's anything like for our audience listening, if there's any of these that we went through that you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. Like I encourage you guys to even, even try one, just try one um, and, and see how you feel. Ryan, Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I love this. Uh, if people want to find more of you, if they want to get more of these modalities, where can they find you? Come find me on Instagram. That's where I really am. That's where I write a lot of things and talk about my courses or talk about just different things going on. So there I'm at ryan.hadden and then my website's ryanhadden.com. Perfect. So come find me. Perfect. Love to meet you. Let me know what worked for you, what you liked. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sarah. Okay, that is a wrap on our episode this week. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a nice little five-star review for this podcast. Maybe send it to a friend who you think might enjoy the show. I mean, your reviews and you passing along this podcast is what keeps us running. So thank you. If you want more from me, you can follow me on Big Kid Problems on Instagram and on my personal account at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. Oh, also you can check out my brand new pregnancy podcast called Bottle Service. Many of you know I am actually pregnant right now and this new show goes through pregnancy week by week with me and actually gives a ton of information. It's kind of like getting the insight side scoop from your pregnant best friend who will tell you all the shit no one else will about what pregnancy is really like. It's a lot of fun and actually really informative. So check it out. As always, I want to thank our sponsors for making this show possible. I've linked all our discounts and everything else you could want from this episode in our show notes. So make sure to check that out. And finally, I want to thank you for tuning in and supporting this show. There's a lot of ways you could be spending your time right now. So I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And with that, I hope you guys have an awesome week and I will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.